Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. Matt and I have some pretty strong opinions about machine learning and its uh, future with the disability community, and we definitely want to have a seat at the table when it comes to developing today's uh, current and tomorrow's future technologies and their impact on our community. And our two guests today certainly do have a seat at the table and have provided some very unique technologies that can help everybody who's visually impaired. We'll speak with Mike Calvo and Matt Campbell, who are the co-founders of NUMA Solutions, which offers a suite of accessible cloud services geared to the needs of the visually impaired. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip comes from Mike Calvo and is reinforced by Matt Campbell. Are you tired of those nasty accessible web overlays that just make your visit to a website a nightmare? Visit accessibuyby.com. Dot org. That's accessi, A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-Y-E-B-Y-E dot org and download the free extension there that eliminates all of these nasty web overlays that want to just make your surfing on the internet hell. Are they a competitor of yours? No, accessi, bye-bye. No, 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 no. That's uh, We created that. And when you're talking about excessive overlays, what specifically are you referring to? Maybe you've gone to a website and it keeps on telling you something like press alt one to turn on screen reader mode with some of these overlays, uh, such as accessibility. If you don't press the keyboard command to turn on the quote unquote accessible mode, then it'll just keep on badgering you about it and, and interrupt whatever you're trying to do. And what's going on with that is Accessibility and several other companies are trying to sell web accessibility, silver bullet, quick fixes to businesses with websites, as opposed to having the business actually make their website accessible by design. It's trying to bolt on a quick fix rather than building in accessibility. But these overlays are in practice quite annoying and counterproductive. So we developed a little extension for your web browser to block all of the overlays. I'll have to try that out. Support for Eyes on Success is provided by the Hadley Institute for the Blind and Visually Impaired, offering the 2021 New Venture Business Competition to help blind entrepreneurs turn their ideas into actual startups. More information and submission criteria are at www.hadley.edu nvc. And by... NaviLens, a four-color QR code designed to be located and read from up to 60 feet away without the need to focus on it. Personal places and items can be tagged and shared with family and friends with codes obtained inside the NaviLens app, available for iPhone and Android. More information is at navilens.com. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 Success.
Well, you've heard a little bit from Mike and Matt. Let's meet them. My name is Mike Calvo. I am one of the co-founders and CEO of NUMA Solutions. We're an accessibility company that provides accessible cloud services. And I'm Matt Campbell, the other co-founder and chief technology officer of NUMA Solutions. And people in the blindness community may recognize your names from earlier companies that you ran. Yeah, that's true. From Serotech. Uh, at that point, I was the founder over there. <laughs> and then Matt was the lead developer. And um, after Serotech kind of went away, uh, Matt and I got together, developed some new technologies and some old favorites that uh, we kept going. And uh, here we are. Most of our listeners and most of the people who benefit from what you guys create have visual impairments. Do you? Yes, I'm totally blind. I'm legally blind. So you actually take advantage of these services that you offer and are great guys to be developing it and making it useful for people like yourselves. Yeah, as we used to be uh, saying back uh, at Serotech, we like to eat our own dog food, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> and of late, it's become more really that mantra, nothing about us without us. Matt and I have some pretty strong opinions about machine learning and its uh, future with the disability community. And we definitely want to have a seat at the table when it comes to developing today's uh, current and tomorrow's future technologies and their impact on our community. Support for Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Find out more about partnership opportunities by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is the suite of accessible cloud services available from NUMA Solutions. Before we get into talking about the services that your company offers, you ought to spell the name of your company and tell us what the name signifies. Sure. The name of the company is NUMA Solutions, and it's spelled with a P. Why? Because it's fun that way. <laughs> now, it's a P-N-E-U-M-A Solutions. And NUMA is a Greek word that means wind with knowledge. And that's what we are providing is accessible cloud solutions. So it's just kind of a cool, techie, weird name, I guess. You ran Serotech for many years. What prompted the transition to this new company? A whole lot of things, um, mostly just changes in the marketplace. I'm sure everybody has seen uh, the companies that have either gone away or merged into other companies. There's been a, a great shift in the AT market. And that's for the good, because as we've become a much more technically inclusive world, you're finding a lot more accessibility solutions built in natively into consumer products, which gives us as a community the opportunity to not only be mainstreamed and kind of be part of the current technological conversation that everybody else is having, but also brings our costs way down. So tell us a little bit about the services that you offer, and then we can go into more detail on each of those services. So let's start with a service that 
some of your listeners may already be familiar with that we originally developed back at Saratech. We have an online community for blind and visually impaired people called Saro, uh, which offers a whole bunch of things all in one place, um, including audio content such as internet radio stations, radio reading services, podcasts, and audio tracks from described movies and TV shows. Um, we offer online community forums where people can post messages, both text and voice messages. Uh, we offer voice chat rooms where people can talk to each other in the Saro community in real time. Uh, we offer email, personal websites, a whole bunch of other things. And it's it's really designed to give people an easy way to do a lot of the things that they want to be able to do online without having to go find all of the bits and pieces in different places and you know, struggle with different interfaces that might have you know, different levels of accessibility or ease of use. Um, and Saro is available for several platforms. Um, it's available for Windows, Mac, iOS, Android, um, Apple TV, and even the Amazon Echo. It's nice to have all those services integrated in one place. And this has been around for quite a while. It's nice that you also moved it over to your new company. Yes. Uh, and in fact, Saro is, is basically the oldest service that Saratech offered. You know, when we originally launched it, it was called Freedom Box. And then at some point we had to, we had to drop that name. So we called it Samnet. But uh, Saro is available is, is is still available right now for anyone who wants it. And we have a, a few different pricing tiers starting as low as $6 a month if you just want the basics of Saro, including all of the audio content on a single platform. Or you can pay $16.95 a month for full-blown Saro on all platforms or $21.95 a month for our Accessibility Anywhere package, which is basically all of our consumer products in one flat price. So that's Saro, and, and that's the main thing that we're offering for individual blind users. So we talked about Saro, which has been around for quite a while, but your new company, Numa Solutions, offers a number of new services that are quite appropriate for today's new technologies and way of accessing information. Can you give us an overview of what these offerings are? Sure. They're all based on a platform called Scribe. And Scribe originally was a platform that allowed any printable document or material that's found on the web to be converted into one of a number of formats, be that large print, braille, mp3 tagged pdf and using machine learning we've applied the things we've learned with scribe and we've been able to get scribe to do to other areas of technology so for example scribe we can do document uh, conversions in real time we can convert millions of documents in a very short period of time using cloud computing uh, we do automatic uh, language detection, automatic 
alt texting, all kinds of things that would normally take a human to do in the conversion remediation process of a document. We do it all through machine learning processes. You talked about Scribe. I take it this is a program that you didn't develop, but these are a bunch of utilities that people use in general, but that you're applying to make documents more accessible. Well, yes and no. Scribe is a workflow and it is a platform. And, and a workflow is kind of picture taking a bunch of different processes, both uh, made by us in-house and things that we take off the shelf and determining through our own analytics how we are going to apply those particular things in the workflow. So for example, we'll look at a document and we'll analyze it and we'll use machine learning to determine, okay, what's a header? What's a list? You know, how is this document formatted? Where are the columns? All of that. Oh, look, there's images here that don't have alt tags. So we'll submit them to Microsoft's alt tagging service, which is a cloud service, which we don't develop. And then we'll include the output from that in the creation of the document, which we do do ourselves. So it's, it's not as simple as saying, oh, well, I could do that with this program or that program. No, we really put some smarts into it and do what a very knowledgeable user of technology would do and say, well, here I have this document. I need to scan it because it's a graphic. I need to know what those pictures are. I need to format it right. And then, oh, and I need to put it into grade two Braille. And I need to use a number of pieces of software to do that. With our platform, you do it in one click with absolutely no knowledge of the process at all. Now, based on these utilities and this platform, you offer several specific services. Can you give us an idea of how a user might use these services in their daily workflow? The users of this service, remember, it would be a business. The main thing that that we've put out that is being used by the general public and has been for a couple of months now. Back in uh, April, we released a product called Scribe for Meeting. And Scribe, again, is the platform. So it's kind of the platform doing the magic behind the scenes. But the biggest challenge that we've had as blind attendees uh, during COVID, before COVID, of remote meetings was actually being able to consume the on-screen content being shared by the presenter. Yes, that's not usually accessible using screen readers. Right. Well, now with Scribe for Meetings, it absolutely is. And coming later uh, this year, we'll be supporting more platforms. Um, so, you know, right now we do Zoom. The next program will be Microsoft Teams, and that should be out very shortly. So we've, uh, we've got a number of platforms in our sites that what you do is, as a presenter, you simply upload your document to our service. You provide a link to the attendees of the meeting. They click on that link and using machine learning technology again, we go ahead and analyze what the screen share looks like and match that to slides that we've made accessible using Scribe. And now we will present them to the attendees in an HTML view that they can basically look at in real time or if they're needing to pause they can pause the presentation and review the content that has already been shown and then just catch up to it. Oh, so this sounds like it's not only providing a link to the document that the presenter is trying to share, but it actually syncs up as the share is going on. Absolutely. And that's the thing that's got us so excited because 
I mean, the story we tell people, and I'll be very quick, is when you get a document and you're visually impaired, you're expected to look at that PowerPoint presentation. Well, first of all, you're expected to understand PowerPoint to begin with. And then after that, you're expected to look at that document, consume it, sometimes five minutes before a meeting, and then ascertain totally from the audio what's going on what you know with the presentation if he's jumping from or she's jumping from slide one to slide three to slide two or whatever it, it's just insane and you're literally having to keep your mind on four or five different things at a time which keeps you from being included in the conversation scribe for meetings breaks all those barriers down and makes you a part of the conversation and you can say hey you know coworker. Right here on line three, I see where we have this problem, or I see where the math was done wrong on the bottom here. You know, so you, it really, as an attendee, even though I'm, I'm one of the creators with Matt here, who I've, I've uh, not allowed to speak because I'm so excited, but, uh, you know, I'm still amazed whenever we use this stuff. I'm still like, wow, I, I can't believe this is part of the world we live in now. That's quite a unique and special capability. Yeah, it is. And honestly, I mean, I'm the guy who thinks this stuff up, but the real genius is over here, is Mr. Campbell. He's the guy, him and his team bring this to life. So you've described Scribe for Meetings as being used in remote meetings using one of the popular video conferencing tools. But I imagine that once we're able to have meetings in the same room with each other, that you can still use this in a non-remote setting you could i mean by creating a simultaneous remote meeting at this time but i mean it wouldn't take too much imagination to create a local product that could be used in an office environment it certainly does not exist yet uh, but we'll definitely put it on the list It, it makes sense and it's something that we've looked at in the past but right now I mean, the biggest thing, the biggest challenge that we found are remote meetings, uh, classroom situations with teaching, even as people come back to work and school with COVID, we don't believe that the world is going to be the same as it was before. And besides, even if it is the same way as it was before, for us as blind meeting attendees and presenters, this has never been available to us. So if there's something that came out of COVID was definitely this, because this is a direct response from Matt and me to the COVID pandemic and and how we could get students in remote places to comprehend what's going on in their classes. And what a great service. So what other products does NUMA Solutions have? So another service that we released about a year ago near the start of the pandemic is called Scribe for Education. And when the COVID pandemic started, we realized that Students and teachers were scrambling to figure out how to make school work remotely, and blind students often didn't have access to the resources, including their special ed teachers and 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 resource rooms that they had that they had had access to before. So students were in a situation where they were getting sent documents possibly inaccessible documents by their mainstream teachers, and those mainstream teachers didn't have the tools to convert those documents to accessible formats. So 
we made the Scribe document conversion platform available free of charge for K-12 teachers so they could convert their documents, you know, their handouts and other materials into the formats that line students need, like Braille, large print, MP3, EPUB, tagged PDF, etc. So essentially, the teacher will have their document submitted to this service, and out the other side comes the document in the form that's most useful for the student. Bingo. Yep. Yep. And the most exciting part of that is that it is free. It will always be free. Matt and I believe very much in the education of the visually impaired and eliminating hurdles, including costs, to those things. And and with Scribe for education, not only do we eliminate the cost, but we also eliminate the need for this high level of accessible document creation uh, knowledge. Now, that being said, I want to I be real clear about something about Scribe and the way that we create. We use a technology called augmented document remediation. And that augmented document remediation is what really eliminates the need for the provider of the information to be knowledgeable about accessibility. And that platform is going to get better, but it is still only about 96% as accurate as a human doing remediation. And there are certain things like types of math and science that the platform does not handle well right now. And again, because it's machine learning, it will get better, but I don't want to set any false expectations. We're not a silver bullet for accessibility. We're not any of that. We are simply a tool that can be used in an arsenal of tools that will make your person, whether it be your customer, your consumer, your student with a print impairment, their lives a lot better in the way of the time of having access to this information and the accuracy of it as we begin to train it. And where we provide Scribe as a service, we always require the organization that is running Scribe uh, direct to their consumers uh, to have a human form of remediation available as well, so that when a 100% or as close as we can get to it, human certified remediated copy of a document is necessary, it can be made available to that consumer free of charge in a reasonable amount of time. That is great service. For a scribe meeting, you talked about who the customer or user was. If someone is using this for their own meeting, is it Zoom that kind of purchases the technology or Teams? It's, it's not the user themselves. Who actually runs the service? The way that it works is scribe for meetings is currently supporting Zoom meetings. And as I said, it will be supporting other platforms coming soon. We also support Zoom webinars, and it's an important differentiation between the two. A webinar is kind of a, a broadcast to many, many people. For anyone serving the visually impaired community, we provide the webinar product absolutely free. The meeting product is available in a number of different packages that range from a consumer kind of a single user thing that you would have if you were one presenter that presented to a bunch of different folks with print impairments at different times, uh, just an individual subscription. When you do 
include us in your enterprise, whether it be a college or a university or a business, we are paid for by the organization. And that gives you unlimited usage. And it's always free to use. I mean, you're never going to pay, you know, unless the, the provider of the meeting charges you for something, but we're never going to charge a consumer for using our technology to attend a meeting. So to be clear, the blind person attending the meeting doesn't pay, but whoever is hosting the meeting, whether that's an individual presenter or an organization such as a university, they uh, they're, they're the ones that pay for the product. That's a great business model. Are there any other services? We also have a document scanning and reading and conversion product for consumers called DocuScan Plus, which is also going to be going through a basically a, a makeover sometime this year. Is there anything else you'd like to add? By the way, one of the things that, that's real important, I think, that we, we don't mention enough is that because we are a cloud services provider, uh, we are international and our services cover a number of different languages. So we invite your international users to visit our website, to look at our solutions, and to bring them up to local government, local educators, local businesses in Europe, in the Far East, in the Middle East, in South and Central America, wherever they might be located. Uh, we'd be happy to provide them services. We may even have a reseller in that area. So, you know, we are international. We're not just a U.S.-based thing. It's important to note that we, for our international customers, do keep your data in your country or in your region. So, for example, if you're in France or Italy or something, we'll keep it in Europe. So if you're in Canada, we keep your data in Canada. That's pretty important when it comes to people's data. They like to know where it's being stored. So uh, as we grow internationally and we get into more places, we keep your data there. We don't bring your data here. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about NUMA solutions, products, and services, and how to contact them. If people want to find out more about NUMA Solutions and some of the services that we talked about in the show, where would you direct them? www.numasolutions.com. That's E-N-E-U-M-A solutions.com. And is there an email or a phone number that people can use? Sure. You can just write us at info at numasolutions.com, or there's a contact form right on the website where you can reach out to us and then we'll kind of filter the information there for you and, and, and send it along to the appropriate person or department or what have you. And as you mentioned, this is available all over the world now. Yes. Do you have a social media presence? We do not. We have chosen to stay out of the echo chamber of Facebook and the cesspool of Twitter. But of course, you can find all the rest of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. That's it for show number 2119. 
Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about the Connect Center from the American Printing House for the Blind, which manages resources aimed at helping people of all ages and includes Vision Aware, Family Connect, Career Connect, Connect Calendar, and an information and referral line. We'll speak with Director Olaya Landa Vialard and Digital Content Specialist Catherine Botsford about these services. We hope everyone has a good week, and we hope to see you again next week. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.